Voice of St. Louis original podcast. Everything you need to know from across the St. Louis region as covered by the KMOX News Team in the St. Louis All Local. Today is Wednesday, December 27th. I'm Michael Calhoun, our top local story. How about that snow today? It's been on and off downtown with alternating rain versus snow across the region for much of the day. Let's hear now from KMOX meteorologist Dave Murray. Michael, we've got a kind of a sloppy winter weather system on our hands right into Friday morning. It's not a lot of anything because of borderline temperatures, but we will be looking at a light rain and a sloppy wet snow from time to time as we go through this afternoon, Thursday, and into Friday morning. A St. Louis man is behind bars facing first-degree murder charges after confessing to killing his ex-girlfriend. After his arrest on unrelated charges in Racine, Wisconsin, Saturday, 31-year-old Trenton Ivey admitted to detectives that he and the mother of his children, Markeisha Williams, had a physical altercation that ultimately resulted in her death. Norvette Chavez, Williams' mother, reported her missing just days before Christmas after she claimed Williams dropped off her children at daycare but never picked them up. She does a clear barber shift and... She normally be here about 7.30, no later than about 7.35, and she wasn't, and maybe about 7.45 is when I started, like, okay, I text her. Travis says Williams did not answer her phone. Ivy told detectives he killed Williams in St. Louis and disposed of her body in an undisclosed location. Travis says the family is still searching for her remains. A Festus man and a Jefferson County Sheriff's deputy are hospitalized after a stolen car investigation. The Sheriff's Office says 32-year-old Sean Ramsey was being detained this morning when he reached for the deputy's gun. During a struggle, the gun went off. Nobody was hit. The deputy got control of Ramsey and both were taken to the hospital for injuries and both were expected to be fine. Ramsey is charged with multiple crimes, including assault on an officer. There were 171 crashes in St. Louis last year, which resulted in pedestrian injuries. As of today, there have been 216 of those crashes in 2023. Charles Bryson with Trailnet says they just recently began tracking those numbers. That number is, um, I think, our first real good glimpse at what is taking place as we've moved from fatalities to uh, car crashes that occur on more localized or neighborhood-based roads. You've heard about this multiple times over the past two years in front of Ted Drews on Chippewa, yet two years later, no changes have been made to the road. Bryson adds the city needs more physical infrastructure and police officers to deter reckless driving that does lead to many of these crashes. St. Louis University hospital nurses do not want to strike, they say, but it's for the best, they believe, when it comes to their patients. SLU nurses are striking for 48 hours from Wednesday morning into Friday morning. Cardiac nurse Kelly Allen says they feel a great deal of moral distress when they strike. But it's that important that we put our patients, this is for our patients. We want safe staffing. We want nurses that do are part of SLU. Um, and so it is a hard decision. Nobody wants to strike. According to fellow nurse Jessica Tolk, SLU walked away from the table on Monday evening. Outside SLU Hospital, Sean Malone, KMOX News. Tolk is a nurse in the emergency department. It says while some of the traveling nurses are very qualified. Even the most fantastic of them, they still require a lot from us. So essentially, if there's a person who comes to the hospital to work for one day, it is difficult to train them as if they know where they are, they know the facility, and when they don't, they are not even allowed to do some of the tasks that we do. So even though they may be perfectly competent to do it, I still have to do patient care for patients that are not even under my care. And she says they already don't have safe staffing levels for patient care in the ER. Two gun-toting St. Louis attorneys lose their appeal. 
Mark and Patricia McCloskey wanted the guns back that they'd famously pointed at protesters in 2020, but an appeals court backed up a lower court judge in saying no. KMOX legal analyst Brad Young says the McCloskeys pleaded guilty to lesser charges than were pardoned by the governor. The Missouri Supreme Court pointed out that that while the, the actual conviction is removed by a pardon, the actual guilt is not. Young says the McCloskeys can appeal to the Supreme Court, but chances are slim to none. They'd take the case. Debbie Monterey, KMOX News. The Missouri Public Service Commission's cold weather rule is in effect. Chairman Scott Roop. Basically what it is is it prohibits uh, utility from disconnecting your heat. Um, you know, if the temperature is projected to drop below 32 degrees. The rule goes through March. Today is everyone's favorite elephant's birthday. Raja is 31. Because of the predicted weather, the zoo celebrated earlier this week and posted video of a present filled with popcorn, fruit, and hay in his habitat. We did report a couple of weeks ago that Raja is headed to the Columbus Zoo soon. The KMOX business desk, as we told you this morning, housing prices are rising nationwide, but tonight we can tell you St. Louis is trending in the opposite direction. KMOX business analyst Jerome Katz says what's interesting about home prices dropping in St. Louis is there is not a large volume of houses on the market. Right now, the number of homes is about a two-month supply, uh, where nationally it's more like about three and a half months. Uh, so that's a little bit surprising. National home prices up almost 5%, but in St. Louis, the prices have dropped 2.5%. As we continue on KMOX, I thought this was supposed to be a slow news week, but it has not been the case, at least when it comes to the restaurant industry in St. Louis. So many uh, new developments about so many uh, beloved institutions as well. Let's talk with St. Louis Magazine's George Mayhe about it all. Thank you for uh, taking our call, George. You're welcome. I'm, I'm the busiest guy in town this week. There is so much to report, and like you said, it's not usually a busy week as far as openings and closings go. It's everybody's kind of getting, you know, families in town and the restaurants are very busy and uh, they're doing a lot of business and getting all ready for New Year's Eve. But you don't hear a lot of uh, announcements uh, uh, like like we did this week. They were coming at me so fast and furious. I started writing them on Christmas Day. I said, if I don't start on this, I'm never going to get done. So so that's that's how it came down. I didn't I didn't put a count on it, but there has to be seven or eight that were announced uh, in the last couple of days. Well, what do we start with? I guess we could start with uh, Three Kings, a beloved uh, restaurant that uh, experienced a fire in the Del Mar Loop. They found uh, a new spot. I love this space, not just the food, the buffalo chicken toasted wraps. I mean, come on. But the, the interior space was amazing as well. So what's Three Kings doing? Well, you know, that was a, that was a, a terrible fire, a fire that burned for nine hours. And, uh, um, it, it was it was you know a, a completely decimated the building, and uh, the owner Derek Deaver was uh, offered the, the the building actually, and and uh, he he really wanted to try to make it work, but he said it was so expensive to 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 redo the building, and it would it would take so long that he decided he'd been looking all over his city, and he ended up right next door, literally fifty feet from his front door, at a place called Hopcat. The old Hopcat, which is, you like the interior of Three Kings. I think you might like this new place better. It's got a lot of exposed brick. It's got archways. It uh, Hopcat really did a great job with the interior renovation, and it's almost a turnkey type operation. Uh, so we're going to see Three Kings reopen there uh, within a couple months. And, and, and ironically, the fire was in April of last year, 
and they will have a a reopening party on the exact same day. They, you know, like a phoenix, like you know, it's rising again. Three Kings is rising again party. I think it's on April 26th. It's a great story. Oh, that's amazing. Uh, well, from Derek Deaver to Ben Peremba, we've got uh, multiple new restaurant announcements, uh, even as uh, Olio in Botanical Heights is uh, preparing to close. Right. Olio and Elia and Nixto are all planning to close. And, and that was the big news that, that broke, you know, this summer that Ben was closing, you know, three of his iconic restaurants and moving all three of them to the Del Mar Maker District, which is crazy news in itself. And saying, you know, hey, and all of them are going to close at year's end. And he announced uh, in, in on social media the other day that there's there's a big party of uh, at Olio on, on New Year's Eve, and then that's it. You know, the restaurants close officially the night before a big party on, on New Year's Eve at Olio, and then uh, they start uh, you know, packing their wares and heading over to the Del Mar Maker District. But the interesting news, you know, the, the, the icing on that cake is Ben has announced two more restaurants that he's going to be putting into the Del Mar Maker District, uh, one called Esca and one called Florentin. Uh, Florentine, which is uh, his favorite uh, neighborhood in Tel Aviv, apparently. And he announced this on, on social media the other day that, so no, no, I'm not going to do three restaurants over there. I'm actually going to be doing five, and uh, which is just crazy news. And uh, we had known about this uh, for a little while, and uh, I'll, I'll feather my own uh, nest here we have a podcast called arch eats and i'm going to drop the next episode on tomorrow or friday and ben will elaborate on all five restaurants on the podcast so lots going on just in the ben perumba world and uh so just think about that uh in 2024 in in the first six or eight months there's going to be five new ben perumba restaurants in a along the stretch of del mar uh, in the city there, which is just, that's just just crazy news, crazy good news. Wow. And, and the Mount Rushmore of St. Louis Restaurant Tours uh, continues from Ben uh, to Gerard Kraft and uh, a new outpost uh, reviving Pirano, which had been on Washington yeah. Avenue, a fast, casual, great place. Yeah, it was a great place. Sorry to see. I just thought that was one of the best places in town. That got written up in the Wall Street Journal. I mean, that made national news when it opened. Um, you know, this was, I think, about 6th and Washington downtown. It made it two and a half years. Uh, just just a really interesting, creative, uh, innovative, fast, casual, uh, fresh pasta concept, kind of a build-your-own pasta bowl type thing. And, um, you know, for various reasons, I, I think uh, the lack of convention business didn't do them any good down there. And there were some other um, some other reasons for the closure that, that, that uh, I'm actually writing about right now. But the good news is, uh, Gerard always wanted to, to revitalize and revive Pirano, and he's made a commitment to open three of them uh, in the metro area in the next two years. And the first one's going to be out uh, on on Manchester Road in De Pere, the 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 old there's a for, there's a first watch there. Oh, it's next to the Trader Joe's, and there's a Chipotle, there's a Starbucks. I don't know the name of the center there, but there's a lot going on in the center. But anyway, uh, uh, Pirano will will live again uh, in De Pere, and um, uh, I, I just thought you know it, it, it's an affordable concept. Uh, they're going to have Detroit style pizzas, so it's going to be pizza and pasta and salads. You know, great for families i think it's going to be a, a massive hit and and i just the whole piranha concept i'm just glad to see it come back and we're going to see three of them in the next two years
He's taking suggestions on where the uh, the next locations uh, should go. And and, and, from a, and, and it, before I before we even travel out of that neighborhood, one that I don't even think you, you this is your neighborhood. Maybe you do know about this. There's a Shake Shack that just opened up last week there right next to where we were talking about on Manchester Road. It's the old uh, there's a Hunan star there at one time. And I think they took that building down, built a Shake Shack and it opened on uh, December 21st. And they've still got their their grand opening balloons up, and the, the, that place is a madhouse. So we've got another Shake Shack, though, and that hasn't even been reported yet. So I haven't even got to that one. And that's from a St. Louis uh, native uh, as well, Danny Meyer. And from it the is. shopping center in De Pere to a former shopping center in Crestwood, we've got two St. Louis restaurants <laughs> that are opening new locations. <laughs> They just keep coming, don't they? Yes, um, this was reported by by the Business Journal a couple of days ago. Um, it's I call it the Deerberg Center, but I think it's called Crestwood Crossing. It's where Crestwood Mall used to be, and there's going to be a new Katie's Pizza there, a, a large standalone building, and then another place that's uh, yet to be announced, uh, a, a upper end Mexican place from the Cybergs people in another freestanding building that's even bigger than the Katie's building. So you're going to see a lot of action uh, on that uh, plot of land in, in 2024. And um, similar to the um, the district out in, in Chesterfield, it, it sounds like it's a little bit similar. They're going to have a stage and a water feature. There's going to be some, some, some green space there. So it's going to be uh, definitely a place to, to, for everybody to keep their eyes on in 24. I know that construction is going to start on these projects until the springtime. So, you know, we're, we're looking late year probably before all these come to pass. But, yeah, that's at that new uh, Crestwood Crossing where, where Deerberg's is the anchor. George Mayheat, you heard him talking about stories that are forthcoming at stlmag.com, a new podcast that's about to drop with more details on uh, what we've been talking about here. So much going on. George, thank you for helping us get up to speed. Okay, you're welcome. Happy New Year. Thank you for joining us. I'm Michael Calhoun. The St. Louis All Local is a production of the KMOX News Team.